info as we record the episode for anchor.fm you can live chat with us in the chat room uh you see the comment well we have early election starting next monday october not october uh february the 14th uh early election start and then it's going to be an interesting election because for attorney general we have a uh, uh lee merritt um rooting for him hopefully he win uh we have a lot of other people that is up for it um uh that is running also um <clears throat> have keith johnson at a long view is also running so um uh, if you're in the Longview, Texas area, definitely um, get with Keith Johnson and uh, support the brother. He's planning on doing some wonderful things out in Longview. And um, then also we have uh, the governor race, which is a huge race here in Texas. Uh, it's time for a change. The Republicans have ran Texas longer enough and they haven't done anything to um, to show for it. But whenever you listen to their um, ads, their campaign ad, only thing they talk about is the border, uh, protecting the border. But the Republicans have been in place for over 20 years here in Texas, and they never talked about the border until Trump started talking about it. And trust me, they're not going to do much about the border. Uh, every election, they try to use this um, the border talk to make people paranoid and feel that they can use that to uh, get people to vote for them. But you got to have more than just talk about the border. What else are you going to do? What are you going to do for the people of Texas? Because here it is. Um, Greg Abbott haven't done much for everyone in Texas. He only catered to certain people that support him. And that's all to it. Ken Patson, we still waiting for him to go go to trial for for a crime that he committed. So um uh I believe it was um uh fraud because he was supporting his business, getting folks to buy into this uh into this uh scheme and he been charged. He also been charged with abuse of power of his office. Um, uh, and he's he playing the system. And I say he's playing the system because he is the attorney general. And what he's doing is going around and um, uh, going around, keep avoiding from going to trial, want to change venue. It was down in uh, Harris County, Houston, Texas. And the last I heard, it's supposed to be going back up to um, Collin County, where, where the incident took place. So it's time to bring Ken Patson to justice. Uh, we need to get him out of office. We need to get Greg Abbott out of office. We need to get Dan Patrick out of office. Uh, we need to get Sid Miller out of office. And we need to change the Board of Education. Uh, because they talk about this critical race theory. They don't want it told in a school, but that is part of American history. Uh, all the racist things that have taken place for century, and they want to cover it up. Well, the truth needs to be told. If we don't tell our kids about the history of America, 
it would die along with us. So it's very important that that we keep this going and let people know exactly um, how America have treated minority for years. If you think I'm lying, why you think all the ads talk about um, uh, killers and drug dealers coming across the border? But we have enough of that right here in the United States, and you're still not doing anything to solve those issues. Um, I believe in the 80s, Reagan talking about um, uh, the drug war, um, trying to stop the drugs from being in America. But at the same time, America was the one that started putting it in our neighborhood. So the thing is, it's time to take a stand, do your homework on the candidates, pick which one that is best for you that's going to stand for you because whatever decision we make it's going to it's going to affect each and every one of us um regardless if you republican democrat independent it doesn't matter it will affect each and every one of us um on this situation because it's very important and people say well my vote don't count yes it do if your vote didn't count they wouldn't be trying to change uh, closing down voting location uh, in low-income areas. So your vote do count. Uh, they wouldn't be changing the voter rights act, trying to uh, keep it from making it permanent. It do count. The only time your vote don't count is when you don't vote. And then on top of that, uh, some people say, well, these small elections not important. Yes, it is. Once again, it is. For the simple fact, that the small these small local elections is very important because that's where our laws are made from. They're not going to tell you that. They're going to encourage you not to vote. They're going to tell you it's not going to count. So, yeah, you should get out and vote every election. It doesn't make make a difference what's on the ballot. It could be one thing on the ballot. You should still vote and feel good about it because you let your let your voice be heard on what you feel that you need, what you and your family need. So, yes, it is important to vote in every election. So definitely um, <clears throat> uh, get out and vote and take a stand on it. Um, this... Um, this particular race, we started talking about it last year. It's going to be a huge race. We all need to show up uh, and vote for who we feel that is best to lead your state. In Texas, I know I'm tired of Greg Abbott, him lying all the time, telling my COVID wasn't all that bad, but then turned around when he got it. First thing he did when he got the antibiotic. He have access to medication you don't have access to. Uh, Dan Patrick must remember, a lot of people have lost family members um, due to COVID. And Dan Patrick made the statement the elderly would, would prefer to die to open up the economy. But at the same time, he's not the ones having to deal with the aftermath of losing a loved one to COVID. So... It's time to make a change. And Ken Patson, all those bogus uh, lawsuits that he filed after the election, um, spending our tax dollars 
to uh, try to get our, uh, the presidential election overturned, which it was wrong. As a matter of fact, he's being investigated about that too. So it's time to make a change. Take a stand and say, hey, enough is enough because they don't care about you. Only thing they want you to do is uh, pay your taxes and be quiet, sit on the porch. But we need to let our voice be heard loud and clear and let them know we're not going to continue to uh, allow them or put people in place to be able to um, uh, do whatever they want to. When you run for an elected official office, you must be for everybody. And not just for a certain group of folks. And these leaders that we have here in Texas is only for a certain group of folks. So, yes, it's time to take a stand on it and it's time to make a difference. So next Monday, go ahead and vote early. Primary is March 1st. Don't wait until March 1st. (laughs) Starting next Monday, get out and vote. Go vote. I don't care uh, where you're at. Uh, find out if you're able to vote. Uh, I know here in Texas, um, and you cannot register to vote now if you're not registered. But in certain um, states, some states you can still register. But you can also go ahead and uh, prepare. That's why I tell people all the time. Prepare for the future for the simple fact, if you get registered now, when the next election come up, you don't have to try to get ready. You're already ready. So get out and get registered. Um, And if you move to a new county, district, or state or whatever, make sure you change your voter registration. Are you going to have to go back to that old county and do it? In Texas, the deadline has already passed. It was January 31st, so now you will have to go back to your old county. But we need to make a difference. Don't take much to drive to that other county. If you're close by, go vote. Let your voice be heard, uh, regardless of where you're located, whatever state you're in. Find out the rules of your state, the election, on how they doing. I know personally, um, just like I said with Trump, I don't care who running against uh, Greg Abbott, but all these folks have fun mm-mm, not voting for him. Um, Beto right now is the best candidate. Um, I think he's the best one to lead us the most. Um, and then uh, for the attorney general, I feel like Lee Merritt. We see the work that Lee Merritt does for everybody, not just for black people. He does it for everyone. Civil right. He wants the right things to happen. Those are the type of people we need in office. Somebody who's going to be for everyone and not for just one group of people. Um, But that's my opinion about it. Do your homework on your candidates and get out and vote. Um, Now, we're a little bit late tonight because I was doing some research on this and I was like, is this true? Is this not true? Uh, this $30 million that 
Biden administration is is uh, looking for nonprofit groups uh, to distribute um, crack pipe kits, crack pipe kits, and um, um, it been said that. Uh, um, they thinking about health and human services, thinking about um, doing uh, uh, injection sites. So uh, it's very interesting. Um, and I have a question to ask people because I don't know. Uh, I want to know how you feel. Would you prefer a crack pipe kit, a safe injection site, or drug rehab for people? Which one would you like? Welcome to the show, TCAL. Um, I'm glad that uh, you're able to make it in. Said it started to pick up at work, so I couldn't see the start, but I'm here now. We actually just came on. Oh, I guess we've been on for about 10 or 15, about almost 15 minutes. So, um, we came on a little bit late because I was doing the research on this uh, $30 million for crack pipes. Um, I want to know how do, y- how do y'all feel? Um, do you feel that providing crack pipe... Now, now, let me read the story first because I don't want, I don't want to uh, go out of line or anything like that or assume... I'm a reader, a release, a press release that uh, HHS uh, did back on December the 8th. Excuse me. The Substance Abuse and Mental Health Service Administration is now accepting application for the first ever uh, SAM HSA harm reduction grant program and expect to issue 30 million in grant reward. This funding, authorized by the American Rescue Plan, will help increase access to a range of community harm reduction service and support harm reduction service provider as they work to help prevent overdose death and reduce health risk often associated with drug use. Um, SAM HSA will accept application from state, local, tribal, and uh, territory government. Uh, tribal organization, nonprofit community-based organization, and primary and behavior health organization. <clears throat> With overdose death exceeding 100,000 over a 12-year period for the first time, this funding opportunity will provide support to those working in their community to reduce the harm of drug use, providing funding and support for innovative harm reduction service it's in line with the Biden-Harris administration ongoing effort to address the overdose epidemic, and it's a key pillar for the first time in a multi-faced uh, health and human service overdose prevention strategy uh, announced in October. This funding allowed organization to expand their community-based overdose prevention program in a variety of ways, including distributed overdose reversal medication and fitna test strip, um, 
provide overdose education and counseling and managing our expanding syringe service program, which help control the spread of infection disease like HIV and hepatitis C. The reality is evidence-based harm reduction services are out of reach for, for far too many people, said National Drug Control Policy Director Dr. Gupta, who also announced the new model law to help state ensure access to safe, effective, and cost-saving syringes program, uh, service program, building on Biden-Harris administration to expand evidence-based prevention, treatment, and recovery support service. The historic funding will help make harm reduction service more accessible so we can meet people where they are and save lives. Too many America, more than 100,000 people over the last year have lost their lives to drug overdose. Our new HHS overdose prevention strategy is clear. Harm reduction service and critical to keeping people who use drugs alive and as healthy as possible. And Health and Human Service Secretary Xavier Becerra, Americans deserve health service that address the full range of drug use and addiction issues. And this funding will help provide those services in the neighborhood in which they live. Um, and better harm reduction service will keep <clears throat> help keep America alive. Uh, said uh, Rickman, PhD, the Assistant Secretary of Mental Health and Sub- Substance Use and the leader of SAMHSA, thanks to the American Rescue Funding Harm Reduction Service, provide uh, providers in historical under resource community uh, would receive long-awaited support to help stem this disproportionate number of overdose, death, and related health issues facing those community. Uh, SAM HSA will distribute ten million per year over the next three years. Grant reception must use the fund to support harm reduction service. Harm reduction service provider will be asked to develop or expand evidence-based uh, service that may include, but not limited to, the provision of sterile syringe, safe sex kit, prevention education about. Uh, Synthetic opia and other substance overdose prevention kits include uh, peer work and engagement, medical service, case management, and referral to treatment. Harm warm handoff that facility engage in care and refers to treatment for individuals seeking these support services are also critical uh, compartment of this grant program. Harm reduction. Service will be trauma-informed and guided by a harm reduction stakeholder group and other community members. Um, now, that's the press release that was that was released on December the 8th, 2021. Um, um, so, it's kind of, uh, it sounds good, but how long have we had the crack issue? But now opioid, who uh, mainly is not in the low-income area that is affecting the most, 
But now they able to come up with a program, come up with money. I'm just saying, but I want to know your opinion about it. Well, today it came out that um, Biden administration to fund program to hand out crack pipes. This is according to Fox 5 out of uh, New York, I believe. The U.S. Department of Health and Human Services reportedly seeking to give grant to programs that hand out crack pipe to drug addicts as part of a program to keep drug users safe. The ideal is limited to infection among drug users. A $30 million Biden administration grant program include money for nonprofit group to purchase safe smoking kit, flash supplies, according to a report. Um, according to a report, uh, the pipes would also hopefully convince people to smoke instead of injecting drugs because injection are reportedly risky yet. Uh, San Francisco and Seattle have tried crack pipe distribution program. News that a pipe program came the same day that the Justice Department signaled that it might be willing to allow safe injection sites for people to use heroin and other drugs. The first official authorized safe injection site opened in New York in November. The two facility, which the city calls Overdose Prevention Center, provide a monitor place for drug users to partake with staffers and supplies on hand to reverse overdose. Advocates have helped them as a way to curb the scourge of overdose death. The New York City site so far have intervened in more than 125 overdose among more than 640 users, many of who have made multiple visits, according to On Point NYC, the organization running them. Um, so I, I really want to know your opinion about it. Do you think it's a good idea to have to provide crack pipes um, to drug users or syringes to uh, heroin and meth users um, instead of providing help for them? Now, I've worked with um, uh, different people that that have used drugs and uh, different organizations that actually work hand in hand on them. But um, one thing I did learn uh, from my experience dealing with someone that that um, have a drug issue, um, you really cannot offer them help until they're ready to get help. You can offer them help, but they would lie to you. They will say, oh, yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. Then when it's time, they don't show up. Normally, when a person hit rock bottom, that's when they ready to get help. Um, <clears throat> TCAL asked a couple of questions that it started to pick. Uh, oh, said, uh, what's the story? What's going on with crack pipes? It sounds crazy. T-Cow said, like I said, it sounds crazy. It's getting busy, so I have to go back to work, but I'll check back as fast as I can. All right, have a good night at work, and uh, um, 
hopefully you make it back before we get off. Um, so, um, I want to, I want to understand your, your opinion about it because, uh, you could call in and put in a check like TCAB been doing. Um, I want to know how you feel about, um, this program, um, providing, uh, the necessary need to use the drugs, um, and, one of my biggest thing when they talk about meth, yeah, it's meth in the in the hood. But when you talk about opioid, that's not necessary in the hood. That's normally found uh, in a more middle class, upper class area. Which I believe when Trump came into office. He, I remember him signing a bill about providing help for them. But for years, crack cocaine have targeted low-income area. Now, as far as I can remember, I don't recall any type of program like this to prevent, prevent people from uh dealing with this yeah it's been drug rehabs and stuff like that and it's been non-profit groups or some churches that will provide help for people to get off of those drugs um and i've known people that have recovered from those um that was once uh on drugs and they made a full recovery and now they reaching back and trying to help other people to get off so is this um, program, is it actually for everybody? And then if they only going to provide $10 million a year, <clears throat> $10 million a year across the country for three years, how far is that going to go? I'm just asking because that's, that's not... Not a whole bunch of help. And you talking about rehab, uh, and you talking about across the U.S., that's not going to do too much. But then the question come up, uh, like in New York, they have this safe space, safe injection place where they could go and use their drugs. Well, where are they buying the drugs from? Should the money be used to help them get off of drugs? Or should you do what you're saying with this money? I'm just kind of curious because um, it's just mind puzzling uh, thinking about this. And I'm like, okay, now they're going to provide all the supplies you need. I've talked about on the show um where I went into a location here in DFW and uh this service station nobody did looked like they from the neighborhood but they was providing uh uh some of the supplies for crack pipes and 
I'm like, why are you selling this in our neighborhood? And you're not even from the neighborhood. But a lot of these little small convenience stores are not from the neighborhood. And I'm just kind of curious, how is this going to benefit? What about, just throw it out there, what if a person is um, on their way to one of those sites? They had to travel with the with the drugs to get there. What if they got stopped before they made it there? Are you going to arrest them? These are questions that came up as I was reading the story. I'm like, how is this going to work? But that's $30 million tax dollars. I'm not opposed to helping people get off drugs. But I do have issues when you are supplying, um, helping they have it out. That's an issue. I think that could become a bigger problem in the long run.